real presence live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wyoming, and Wisconsin. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. You did it, and I am I Emily Leadham. And you are listening to Real Presence Live. We are broadcasting from, was it sunny? Was it sunny? No, it actually Cloudy wasn't. Cloudy Sioux Falls, South oh, Dakota. Sunny. Was it sunny? Yeah, Guests can't talk yet. Be quiet. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> We are broadcasting from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Sioux Falls. Uh, we are happy to be with you this morning. We've got a great lineup. We have a fantastic first guest. How's that for a recovery? Very fantastic Thank first guest. Thank you. Yeah, you oh can't insult yeah. our guests yeah, no, before we even pray. I've been called a lot of things. Fantastic. <laughs> well, there's a first time for everything, Father. We will get to our first guest in a little bit, but why don't we start with a prayer? Uh, prayer this morning, I thought we could do the opening prayer from Mass. Sound good, Emily? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 O God, who teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true, grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace as to become a dwelling pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is it a feast day today? Uh, Nope. None? No saints. No, just ordinary. It's an ordinary day, an ordinary time. What a downer of a day. You know, just, I'm actually learning to embrace the ordinary amen. right now. I think especially in the in the middle of winter, you know, where you're joking about is it sunny or not? I think it actually probably is kind of nice and sunny out, but I'm we're in that season, you know, yep. of a lot of a lot of monotony. The things are not quite changing yet. The flowers are not blooming yet. Yesterday I was having conversation with with some coworkers you know, we're looking at like the 20 day forecast. Right, <laughs> is, right. it, is, is it in sight yet? Is it in sight yet? Right. And, and not quite, but yeah, I kind of just am learning to like embrace the monotony, embrace the ordinary of this season. Um, uh, yeah, the season of winter, particularly. I had a moment. Uh, I, I had a, uh, a foretaste of spring this morning. <gasps> I'll tell you what it was, uh, what it is after we talk to Eli about what's coming up today on the show. Ooh, was that a segue? That was a segue. How was that for a segue? That? That, you know, that was pretty all right. Pretty all Thanks. right. Pretty all, I'll pretty all right. <laughs> Here's what's coming up on this morning's Real Presence Live. It's a parish within a parish. Father James Morgan of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will tell us about the beautiful African community at the Cathedral of St. Joseph. Then, she's a big name among Catholics, and she's bringing her comedy with her. Find out what's in store for you at this year's Gift of Hope event in the Diocese of Sioux Falls as we visit with Jan Federal. We'll also have a ticket giveaway for this event. And many married couples make investments when it comes to updating their homes and vehicles. So why not make an investment to better their marriage? Matt and Mindy Dalton from Marriage Ministries will talk about ways couples can do this as they present a clear picture of God's plan for marriage. All that and a whole lot more is coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. Thanks, Eli. It's going to be a fun day. It is going to be a fun day. So this morning I went out to start my car to get the frost off of it, and I heard bird chirping. You heard the birds. I heard birds chirping. It's in sight. Yeah. Like, it's mid-February, and I'm hearing birds chirping. Well, and you've noticed when we, dri- when we drive home after work, <clears throat> it's, 
it's brighter longer. I think that's been a, yeah, a oh, game yes. changer for yes. me. Like just in this last week, really yes. noticing the sun is still out. It's, you know, beating down on my face as I'm driving home. It's like, I can't see, I but it's such a gift. <laughs> Amen. Jermaine and I, so like we mark like, cause that happens, uh, the, the winter solstice. Um, so right around, right before Christmas yeah. is actually when the days start getting yeah. longer and early January. I'm like, it's not, it's not happening. Long. It's not <laughs> happening. They lied What's to me. Happening? The winter solstice is a farce. <laughs> it's fake news. Fake news. So, um, should, should we turn it over to... Well, I don't know. I don't want to turn it over. Should we talk to our first guest? I think? think so. Father Morgan, welcome to what Real is, Presence Radio. Oh, it's great to be here. You too. Uh, can I talk now? Yeah. <laughs> You're officially allowed. <laughs> um, you two are used to this. My gosh, the way you ad lip this whole thing is amazing. So, um, obviously, been doing this for a while. A little while. We God just like you. to talk is That's part of the problem. God bless Real Presence Good Radio. Good thing we get along. Wow. Did you hear? Yeah, yeah. that was good. That yeah. was really kind. Yeah, so... Um, so you're interviewing me this Yeah, morning. Father, tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? Uh, Where Father are you James, at? Uh, Father James Morgan. I'm the rector of the Cathedral of St. Joseph uh, in Sioux Falls for the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Um, four and a half years. I've been rector for four and a half years now. Priest for 18, 19 how many parishes 19. have you been in? Uh, not very many at all. Um, I started at Holy Spirit as an associate in 01 when I was ordained there for two years and then two years at the Newman Center at Northern State yeah. University. Just two years? Just Northern? two years, yeah. Bishop Carlson promised me four and I got two. And then became the pastor <laughs> of Holy there. Spirit Parish on the uh, uh, southeast side of Sioux Falls. I was there for 10 years. So for folks who are not from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, that's one of the larger, maybe the second It is. It was the second largest parish. So, so you it goes neck and neck with St. Michael's Parish. And mm-hmm. what so other, there's nine parishes, I believe, in, in, uh, in the city. In the city, nine So parishes. you had three years of priesthood before you became pastor of one of the largest parishes. That's correct. Wow. That is correct. How did you four feel about years, that? Four years of priesthood. Four years. Okay. okay. Um, it was uh, frightening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Holy Spirit's a great place to um, to cut your teeth as a, as a first-time pastor. And uh, I had a school, so that was very enjoyable. Uh, with all those children, Catholic school children, you grew and up very young. It was a very young demographic there. You grew up in Lots Ipswich, South Dakota, which I grew is up west in of Ipswich, Aberdeen, which yeah. which for years uh, had a school as well, right? It did. Holy did, Cross. Did you go to Holy Cross? I did. I went okay. to Holy Cross for six years, and then it used to, you know, back in the day when I was at Holy Cross, it was eight grades. Okay. Up until I think I hit the fifth grade, and then they moved it to just they moved. That's when middle schools became, you know, okay. were kind of created yep. junior. So then, um, I think think also, (laughs) yeah, it was a dark time. (laughs) Creation of junior high. Uh, Financially, I think it was good for the parish that they went down to sixth grades and then moved the you know the other two grades with the public school. So yeah, Holy Cross, and then worked for the Presentation Sisters in Aberdeen for twelve years. Did I I did a variety of things? Did construction for a couple of years and. After I got my degree at USD in political science, thinking I was, I'm not sure what I was going to do with that. You know, I was going to go to the Peace Corps. And that whole thing fell through. And um, so then I went to Washington, D.C., uh, lived out there for a short time with my sister and brother-in-law. He was a Marine working at the uh, Naval Annex, connected to the Pentagon. Um, I worked at a couple of political action committees, I think, at both of them for less than a week and decided I can't do this and we I came back home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I got a job at uh, the Ipswich Tribune and that's where I learned how to become a photographer and a writer and then became news director.
then moved into public relations, then moved into alumni programs, and finally annual fund giving at presentation before at 35, I decided to start a, a calling to the priesthood. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know why you said, you just, he, he, what you just, you just intoned something as you were talking there. All of a sudden, you went musical on us, which reminded me in seminary, you were in a musical. I was, yeah, I did. I loved chant, and uh, I sang both at St. John Vianney when I was there for my pre-theology, and I was with the Scola group um, at the North American College in Rome. That's where I did my theology. And great time. I met the, uh, you know, the great saint, uh, John Paul John II, Paul. four times. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I have and the, you went to the Angelicum. The, and I went to the, the Angelicum. The good school. Yeah, the good one, the Dominicans. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Dominicans. <laughs> <laughs> I had the distinction, I think probably the only distinction, of making the Pope dance. After I was introduced to him, what I, he was asking us questions, nobody was <coughs> answering anything. And when he got to me, I answered because we're going to state a state of shock when you're in front of a you, you know looking at a at a saint eye to eye. And so the rest of the the Sioux Falls guys standing there with me didn't say a word. And he handed me a, a rosary, and he was asking us questions. Nobody said anything. He's, he finally said, "You know what pontifical university you attend?" And I said, "Your Holiness, I go to your alma mater, the Angelicum." And he stood up and. And put his hands out and started tried to do a tap dance and went <laughs> like that. And we all started laughing. And Bishop Carlson told us later, we said, what was he doing? He said, well, he was doing a jig for you. He was dancing. He was doing a jig. And then I remember, I'll never forget, Father Scott Trainer was right in, walking out right behind me. He goes, yeah, I'll leave it to Morgan to make the Pope dance. <laughs> That's awesome. So, that right. is a distinguished honor, Father. That is quite, but we're yeah. not, we're not we're, here to talk yeah, about We're here to, here to talk about we? my African community. Are, so, you know, about, uh, it's a big church. It is a big church. The Cathedral I mean. of St. Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just... Uh, the Universal the, Church. Or the Universal Church. church you know, yeah. all, the way around, all, this, yeah. all these five states, the people, the faithful that we're talking to in all these five states know that um, the world has collapsed because of technology and just because people are moving um, from place to place and we do have these places where people are persecuted for their faith or they're persecuted because of their ethnicity and mm -hmm. uh, they come to America the land mm -hmm. of the free mm -hmm. and um, so I, you know about 20 years ago I want to say 25 years ago I don't have this history cor necessarily uh, um, um, correct but I, I, I can paraphrase it the lost boys of Sudan and and they came to Sioux Falls through various nonprofit organizations, um, and um, a, 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 many of them were Catholic. So we there was an outreach to them, and a parish started. It actually it's not it's not a canonical parish; it's right. an ecclesial community called Saint jo Josephine Paquita. Uh, she was a, a Sudanese woman, a slave who ended up with an Italian family, um, and got to Italy and joined a religious congregation and became a saint, Saint Josephine Paquita. So. Um, for many years, the father uh, Elias or Elias uh, Rolando yep. was the uh, was the pastor um, for the Bakita Parish. I'm not sure how many years he just left a few years ago, because it was mostly Sudanese and East African, so Sudanese, Burundi, uh, Tanzanians, um, and now lately, you know, uh, just in, since I've been there, uh, this huge growing. Eritrean population and in one tribe in particular and that's the Kunama so we figured that there's about almost 300 Kunama households who Eritreans? Where are the Eritreans? Where, where is Eritrea is a is a it's a it's a 
it's a, a, a country in northern Ethiopia. It's it's like a banana on the map if you look at it along the Red Sea and then over the top of Ethiopia. Broke away from Ethiopia, Ethiopia in 1993, but a lot of violence. Uh, many of them, um, uh, and then corrupt governments. Many of them, uh, you know, escaped the retreat into Ethiopia. All of all of these people that I'm talking about have lived in refugee camps for six right. to eight years. Right. The Sudanese and Egypt, you know, the Burundi and Egypt. Uh, the Eritreans in Ethiopia, um, and then they come to this country. And you know, the the the, the, the Sudanese came over much differently. Uh, they were brought over here, you know, by different agencies. Kunama, a little different. How they got here? Um, they they they've come to this country like our ancestors came to this country. Like one family got here, and then it was like they sent money over for the next one to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was in the refugee camp. They'd say, "Where do you know people?" They would say Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Des Moines, Iowa, Hmm. and Atlanta, Georgia have the three largest Kunama populations. Now, Kunama Kunama is a tribe. Right. Kunama is a tribe. Um, There's nine tribes in Eritrea. It's a minority tribe. It's in southern Eritrea. It is is, uh, predominantly Catholic. And it has a huge Italian influence. It's, it's a ve- ve- they're very interesting. Um, so Eritreans are they, they're they're Orthodox. Um, they celebrate the Alexandrian rite, um, and then there are Latin Catholics like the Kunamas, who had more of an Italian influence. So. I'm so impressed by by just your knowledge of this. First of all, if you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to Real Presence Live. Uh, we're sitting here talking with Father James Morgan, who's the rector at the Cathedral of Saint Joseph here in Sioux Falls. Father, I'm I'm. First of all, what a beautiful just culture that that you're encountering. I'm curious, was that difficult for you know you've had to learn a lot about these various communities in yes. order to really yes. serve them. What was that process like? How yes. have you, um, yeah, just had to kind of culturally navigate some of those things in order to really um, make them yes. feel at home at the cathedral? Yeah, thank you. That's a good question. That's a really good question. You know, the uh, Bikita, um community, uh, the Bikita, the Bikita Mass, and it's a, it's a four o'clock mass on a Sunday afternoon. It's it, it, it sort of went dormant for uh, a little while after right. Father. Elias left, you know, and and it was just down to two priests, and they were trying to handle all of that, Father Fitzpatrick and Father Young, and so you know it. Uh, but when I came in, I, I and 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 I was just Father Lacey and I. But my whole thing was I wanted to outreach and get this, you know, get get them to feel um, to, to to get something going again, you mm-hmm. know. And so we did. We did a mass registration. I'll never forget after I got to know a few of them. We sat outside with, on a desk with a desk, and as mass was starting, we registered them as they were coming in. Oh, you literally mean a we mass did. registration, yeah, yeah, not mass, a mass, a as mass a huge registration, registration at a mass, mass. <laughs> <laughs> um, a mass registration. So. Um, and that, I mean, Father Lacey and I did 70 baptisms. No. So this is, yeah, that first year we did 70 baptisms wow. of, of babies, children, adults. So wow. this is, it's a, I, I've, uh, I've had to actually um, sort of transform into a missionary. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And it's given my priesthood some great life. I'm sure. But it, but come, what comes with it is just huge challenges, huge challenges. You know, the Sunnis, the Burundi, uh, they've been here long enough. They know the English. They really do. Kunama's not so much. Mm-hmm. So you so, have a language barrier. A little bit of a language navigating. barrier, yeah. And so when somebody comes in and they're looking for the sacraments and or some sort of catechesis, you know, I generally have to have somebody 
has a translation. To translate, for me. Yeah. yeah. I am learning. I mean, I know a few words in Kunama. I know how to say hello. Uh, how, you know, how are you? Thank you. You're welcome. I'm trying to learn the mass in Kunaman. So really? I do uh, just a Kunama mass because yeah. they, they ask for that. Is but that a mass that anybody can attend, by the way? Is it, or is it just for that? The, the four o'clock Paquita yeah, mass? Yeah. Uh, no, it's for anyone to attend. If, if you go to that, you'll see basically, um, you know, the, the, the African community kind of sits on one side and then, and there's a lot of people from Sioux Falls who come to that four o'clock mass. They if, just I, if I may, I think for, for many, there's something very attractive about it because of that missionary heart that you were talking about. It's this experience with a universal church that many of us right here in the Midwest don't get to encounter as much. Um, I just, you know, times that my husband and I have attended with our family for various reasons, um, it's, there's something very t- moving about it. You just see this culture of people coming together in great joy. The music is is joyful and drums, and, and it's just a reminder that the church is so universal. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, you know, to, it's a great it's it's a great dynamic. You know, talk about the universal church. We have the cathedral, and when you think of the cathedral, you think of the bishop, and yep. you think of that connection with the Pope in Rome, right? Yep. Yeah. The Bishop of Rome. And so um, why wouldn't the cathedral be the place where we'd have this dynamic, this diversity, this, this could, where the universal church is so present mm-hmm. and so visible mm-hmm. in these people um, from East Africa who make up the St. Josephine Paquita Parish. It's great, for, it's great for the cathedral. It's great for, for Sioux Falls. It's great for the diocese. It's great just for, um, just for uh, the church in general. Yeah. Father, we've only got uh, just a little bit left. But yeah. To the last point you were just making, how is it great? Mm. Just to be with them and to see them worship and pray the Mass and um, their love just for the Mass and for Christ and for their Catholic Church. I mean, you know, they're doing things outside of the cathedral. Right. I mean, there's, the, you know, there's a Facebook page you can get on, and there's kind of a blog where. Some of my kunamas do their uh, Catholic catechetical thing. Wow. They use the school on Saturdays to teach their children, both in English and kunama, the religion. Wow. So, they're, it, it's their spirit. It's it's their fire. It's their spirit yeah. that they have that is so infectious. Great. Thank you, Father, for being yeah, here. Yeah, great we'll to have be you here. back again. Yeah, I, I, you know, I like to come back again. Okay. We'll have you again. Just to be the, with the, Your with love the, is very the two of you. <laughs> would be nice. <laughs> Just to watch you two oh, go back shucks. and forth. Wow. Oh, it shucks. Shucks. Thanks. Thanks, Father Morgan. Yeah, God for bless you. Here. Thank you, you very you much. Too. And God bless everyone out there listening. Thank you. So it's been a busy February so far, um, and we are not done yet by any means. Find out what's been happening here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls just last week. And in about 50 minutes from now, we'll be looking forward to taking your questions during our Straight Talk segment. We'll give you that number now so you can have it ready. It's 877 795 We are so us. nerdy. <laughs> Real Presence Live continues on the other side of this break. God bless. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.